Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wash Athlete Podcast. Today, we are doing a This Week in Sports episode. This is episode three or week three of This Week in Sports. It is the NFL Week 9? Yes, 9. NFL Week 9, um, MLB World Series, and beginning of the NBA season, and we're not talking about hockey today, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, if you are new around here, uh, This Week in Sports is pretty much just us talking for like 10, 20 minutes about kind of the big uh, sports stories of the week. This comes out a couple days after we record, so like some of this is like a little bit news, new, old news, but still um, something we like to talk about. Um, so right now, as we mentioned, we oh, if you are if you like what you're seeing, make sure you drop a <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, um, share. It really helps us out a lot. Um, so week nine in the NFL, what we got, Raj? Start off with the AFC East. Uh, Bills are still good. Um, Dolphins got Bradley Chubb during the trade deadline. That was probably one of the big trades. So yes. we'll see how that plays. But see, off. I'm not high on the trade. Because I think it could help them if Bradley Chubb is healthy and plays a lot mm-hmm. of snaps, but they're I feel like the Dolphins are putting a lot into this season. Yes. Oh, and no, they're pulling the Rams. That they're, concerns me because I seven. still I still don't think no matter what, I don't think they're better than the Bills. I don't think they're better than the Chiefs. I don't think so. And even from the NFC, they want to win a Super Bowl, which that's the ultimate goal. I don't know if they're better than the Eagles, and I don't know if they're better than the 49ers. So ultimately I don't know if they're better. I, they might be the fifth best team in the league. They might not be better than Bengals. So if this puts them at like six or something, like mm-hmm. What's the point? Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I feel like they're full setting right now because they're like, well, it could, listen, if, if them picks. If, if it works out. If it yeah. works, no no shade, but like, mm-hmm. this could be a situation where they have all this talent. And then just and don't it, go anywhere. And they don't go anywhere. Um, exactly. But Tyreek Hill, I would want to mention it, like, if they weren't 5-3 and three MVP candidate, the dude has been insane all year. I know mm-hmm. they don't give the award wide receivers, but Tyreek Hill has been absolutely He should be the offensive player of the year. He'll totally be offensive oh, yeah. player of the year. Um, But like, MVP, if... They weren't five and three. Mm, that's fair. Um, and if they if they can kind of come out of the season like thirteen and four or something, mm-hmm. um, there's not six, they play sixteen games, so yeah. twelve and four. Um, they, he could win MVP honestly. Well, they play so, seventeen games because Jalen hurts. By week, no, no, by week sixteen. No, yeah, Wait, really? there's another game this week. Oh right, yeah, there's another game. Seventeen. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's an eighteen slow. week season now. Oh, eighteen right. weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, thirteen and four. Yeah. Um. And I don't think Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. This is getting a little off the road. I think his stats haven't been good enough. So it like, should be Josh Allen. It, it got, he it he has more yards than most. Teams. Yeah, but if like the if the Bills get a little bit and the Dolphins come, oh up no, a I think bit, there's a sh- I think yeah. there is an argument to be made there, just like how good Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill is. But I think right now, if the, if yeah. the league just ended, it is Josh yeah, Allen. it is Josh Allen. Yeah. No way would be, but uh, let's see. Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones almost got Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, like, almost. Bailey Zappi almost. He, he still could. Yeah, he, he still could. could. There's uh, time. Nice Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson is is not confirmed. Him. Ass. He is not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ever since that milk story came out, he hasn't been yeah. the same. He was uh, like, uh, oh, he's all right. Oh, whatever. He got the dog in him. Uh, where'd the dog go? <laughs> Uh, moving on to the AFC West, which everyone thought was going to be a bloodbath, but uh, once again, the Chiefs are running away with it. Yeah, Chargers and the Chiefs still second. have two losses. Too. Yeah. yeah, that's the crazy thing. Like they're running away with it. They have two losses. They're like they haven't been spotless all year. Yeah, and then we got Broncos country. Let's ride. Terrible. Well, they did beat the uh, Jaguars in um, London, yeah. which honestly is impressive considering the Jaguars played a game of their lives in London somehow. They played very well. Also, London is basically a second home. Yeah, basically. Home yeah. For some reason. So what's Broncos three and five? Yeah. yeah. It really confused me because the Jaguars were really good to start the year. Like they were three and one um before they played the Eagles, and they was like, Oh, the Jaguars have something here. So then and then the Broncos were playing really bad. But then the Jaguars started to skid. They lost a few games they shouldn't have really lost. Mm-hmm. They lost the Giants and then they lost to the Colts. 
Um, so they lost a few games. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I got Broncos who like I want to believe in because they have a good roster, but Russell Wilson, the offense has just been so bad. And I got the Jaguars who have also been bad, but have a decent roster. And then they play and then the Broncos win. So I'm like, so the Broncos actually like oh, getting to be okay or are they just two bad teams? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's very weird. Also, the Jags just like, I know we're, we're not. Oh, we've heard about Calvin Ridley to talk about before the show. Oh, yeah. Calvin Ridley gets traded to the uh, to the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not playing well, this season. But... Yeah, he's not playing this season. Yeah, but a huge move for Trevor Lawrence. In yeah. year three is a big year for quarterbacks. Yes. And you got Kurt, Christian Ridley. Kirk and Ridley. Wow, it's going to be so good when they're 9-8. and eight. <laughs> <laughs> But they keep down the field and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, like, like, uh, yeah whatever. Oh, well. we'll see how it goes. Uh, Raiders, uh, I have one thing for them. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it was so delayed. So <laughs> immature. Oh, well. Uh, we're and now the hood of the NFL, the AFC North. Ravens on top, 5-3. and three. They should not be 5-3, and three, honestly. They should have more wins, but uh, Lamar chokes. You yeah, can't win a does. game. Bengals, I don't know what happened at the start of the season. Then they started heating up, and then they got smoked by the Browns on Monday. For no football. reason. Don't know how Jacoby Brissett put up those numbers, but... Browns, well, the Sean Watson's back in the, six games. The problem is the Bengals can't block anyone, so they go up against these elite uh, pass rushers in Miles Garrett and mm-hmm. TJ Watt. He's a and yeah. like Nick Bosa, and they just get destroyed because they can't block anyone. Yeah. And like it's really it's actually like a really big problem because like you essentially have to hope the team that you're playing doesn't have like one of the top five pass rushers in the league, because if they do, you're just gonna lose. And that's yeah. what happened to them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Aaron because Aaron Donald, Chris yeah. Jones, I know he's not an edge rusher, but he's a D tackle. He's still he's, he's still, still a premier D tackle yeah. that gets pressure. So like you're gonna have to play you're gonna have to see him and I don't know who's gonna block him. You're gonna see Von Miller. You're gonna see Von Miller, oh. yep. Yeah. Um he'll get all of the snaps there. You're gonna have to see Bradley Chubb um, yeah. for the Dolphins now. So like assuming he's healthy. TJ Watt when he's back. TJ yeah. Watt. So like this is and they couldn't figure out the offensive line. I mean they still have a really good roster, but like They've got to block these elite because elite pass rushing is one of the things that gets you to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. nowadays, and they yes. can't they can't block a soul on that. I remember the offseason they tried fixing their O line and they did. Oh, they, who they pick up? Uh, Lyle Collins yeah, from that's the Cowboys. It. Yes. I'm his personal bodyguard. He's not going to have to worry about anything now. Joe and then Burrow, just see him just, getting spun God. by Miles Garrett. Well, you see the interesting oh, quote God. that uh, Joe Burrow had because he was like, he's like, I don't care. He was like, I don't care because he he actually had a good perspective. He was like, most of those sacks happen on third down, and he said. I don't really care about sacks on third down because I'm just trying to extend the play. Yeah. So who cares if I get sacked seven yards? We'll just pump the ball away anyway. Yeah. Oh, that was a little bit of interesting. Which take. is valid. But, but I, if you're running for your life on first and second down, that's, 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 that's what you get. Yeah. But uh, moving on to the AFC South. Also, uh, did you just skip the Steelers? If we don't talk about the Steelers. <laughs> anyway. Okay, Steelers, now we can. We don't talk Steelers about are, um, yeah. I also have one word for the Steelers. Dude, it's so delayed. I know. I hate it. <laughs> oh, well. Moving on. AFC South. Um... Dumpster fire. Besides the Titans, Derrick Henry decided to be good again. Yeah, he did. Out of nowhere. I uh, mean, the Titans still aren't good, though. Well, yeah. They're mid. They're, yeah. Honestly. I don't even know, yeah. dude. They have no receivers. They do. They have no receivers. They have Robert but, Woods. Don't disrespect him. But they have Derrick Henry. Yeah, they do have Derrick Henry. Henry. He's a freak. And they have Ryan Tannehill. You no, Malik Willis is playing this yeah, week. Yeah. It is. Wow. I mean, it's not that hard what to pick QB for the Titans when your play is. Malik Willis, Derrick Henry, just like an absolute freight train of a read option. Just had her handoff the entire game. That's, That's it. But uh, oh, you can't can't beat it then. Colts, Frank Reich, what are you doing? They need to burn that What's organization going on? to the ground. They have so much talent, and there's just nothing happening. As I hate Frank... when everyone says Carson Wentz was the problem there. It's so I've obvious. been saying that for the last two years. Don't take that from me. It's, it's been it so you, obvious that that, that he, he wasn't. It, everything about what they have done is all, like they had Philip Rivers, and it was like, okay, Philip Rivers is aging. Like we need. To he just wasn't good. Like, so he wasn't good, and then you bring in Carson Wentz, and you make the playoffs, and you choke it last minute, partly because of Carson Wentz, partly because of other things. You also got Frank Reich, who came from the Eagles, so, like, special place in my heart. And then, like, 
They're like, Carson Wentz is not the answer. So they bring in Matt Ryan, who's not the answer. So now they're starting Sam Ellinger. And it's like, it's, when we talked, I think we talked about it last time, it was it's absolutely mind boggling how they bounce around from quarterback to quarterback so much. Like, there's no consistency. They should have brought Carson Wentz back. That's a simple truth of the matter because they would not be in a worse position right now if they had Carson Wentz. They'd be in a very similar position or a better position. I mean, Carson Wentz did hurt his finger, but I'm going to assume that if he wasn't on the different, yeah. different plays would happen. I'm going to assume he didn't uh, break his thumb. But, um, like, they wouldn't be in a worse position. So now they're just starting Sam Ellinger. And at least, like, if they were bad this year and they had Carson Wentz, they could have easily been like, we're going to draft a new quarterback. We're going to draft him, and we're going to develop him. He might sit behind Carson Wentz for a few games, and we're just going to, like, Carson Wentz is going to be that transition guy for us. But now they're just, like, stuck with Sam Ellinger and a bad Matt Ryan with a bad contract. And then they're going to have to draft a new guy because we know Sam Ellinger is not going to be a long-term solution. So they're going to end up being – they're going to end up drafting, like, one of the guys like CJ. They're just going to be a fringe franchise the whole – for a while. Yeah, they have one receiver. Jonathan Taylor's injured for the first time in like his entire life, and they, Miami Hines is gone. They don't think, have a backup running back. I'm not well, the one, they have uh, whatever their third string was. Yeah, is pretty good. I'm not like I'm not. I didn't come up with this. Some other people came up with this, but they're like good at every single position. You don't need to be good at like they have a great guard, but like you don't really need to have great guards in the NFL. You need to have great mm. tackles. Well, it depends on what you're trying to do because if you are a run first team, having great guards is really important. Yeah. But then why? But it's a passing league. But then that's the thing is that it's like it's like the the players they have set up for that is like they just don't do that. Like they don't they aren't like a run first team. They don't have like the big ass tight ends that they can just bring in to bring in basically additional tackles. And it's like, all right, you're gonna stack the box. All right, right, we got dogs on the offensive line. They're just gonna run through you. They don't do that. No, and then they have great linebackers but like you need to be able to cover corner cover wide receivers in a passing league yeah. so like it's good to have those great positions but i feel like those are more like complementary positions and like the you eagles, need a pass the, rusher you need the eagles won the yeah. super bowl with bums at linebacker like yeah like bums and then like they've gotten better like this year as they built up to the team they've gotten Hassan reddick who's been great for the linebacking mm-hmm. group and like that's helped the team out a lot but it's like a supplemental piece and they can take that next step mm-hmm. meanwhile the colts are like those are the main quentin nelson and uh Shaq Leonard. Yep. Like those are like those are like just integral parts of their team, and they're just like, and even Jonathan Taylor running back, like running backs aren't that important. It's more receiver league, and Michael Pittman's like, I, yeah. So he's like, fine. like yeah. Oh well. I don't know. I don't, yeah. so that was a lot. Of, that was a lot of time on the Texans. Colts. <laughs> Texans. Yeah. They're a dumpster so, fire. Mode. I can't wait to smoke them. What, what's tonight. the record? One and five. And one, one and five. About to be one and six. Yeah. Oh, good. One six and one. Don't forget about that time is... they took to the Colts in week one. Yeah, you're, you're you guys are seeing this on Monday, but this will be this is being recorded on Thursday, right before the uh, Eagles play. Also, the Phillies play, but we'll talk about that yeah. a little bit. But uh, let's see, NFC East. What? Can oh, I, I got to turn around my best hat. division in the NFL at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's like not even close. Like seven and zero Eagles, six and two Cowboys and Giants, Commanders. We'll talk about it. Moving on. Talk about what? The Commanders. I mean, they're four and four. They're they're five hundred. Like, they're, they're decent. Fine. They're a decent little. Football now team. that they have Taylor Heineke playing, for some reason they're good. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I gotta say though, like the NFC East has an easy schedule. Like, they do, they, but they I, do. it's like every team has like whatever the easiest strength of schedule mm-hmm. or yeah, whatever. But like, the Ravens right now, the Ravens have the easy strength of schedule going forward. So exactly, well, but Lamar then, can't win games. So yeah, it doesn't true. matter. But then that's also the thing is like what a good team does. Like they win games they're supposed to win. Yeah. So like, I think that's also, it's like, yeah, they have an easy strength of schedule, but it's like, but they're not losing those games. Yeah. I mean, Bengals lost to the Browns and that was the game. They should have won. That was like, they were mm-hmm. what they had like 90% of the money on them yeah. or something yep. like that. Whatever. Uh, NFC West. Uh, Gino definitely did not write back. Gino's a dog. Gino is him. Gino's a dog. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Gino Smith is him. Like he arguably, like he is going to have like an MVP. Yeah. Like, 
Like I was making jokes about like Geno Smith being a bad QB like years ago, and then, I laughed when they traded for Drew Locke and then they didn't start him. I was like, what are you "Why doing? would yeah, why man. would you have Drew Locke on your roster if you weren't like, like there's I was like there's no potential for Geno Smith. At least Drew Locke might have something. And it's been the exact it's the best one. It's probably the best story in the NFL. Oh, easily the Geno Smith comeback yeah. story. Yes, yeah. throwing Kenneth Walker at running back now. And people, many people have talked about it. Their draft was so good. Like oh yeah. If you wanted a masterclass on how to draft in the NFL, like go look at the Seahawks draft. Everybody from that draft is contributing on that roster. It's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else we got? Niners, CMC trade. It's a pretty big one. I think we talked about it last the hat trick. Yeah. Yeah. The hat trick, yeah. Insane. And speaking of CMC, he had more touchdowns passing, running, and throwing than Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and Josh Jacobs last week. Yes. So, yeah, that's how bad the Raiders are. Uh, moving on, the Rams, uh, I don't know how they won a Super Bowl last year. They look three and four. They are bad. Matt Stafford thinks he's back in Detroit. Yeah, literally. Uh, Kyler Murray, Call of Duty Bowl. Modern Warfare 2 just came out. So I don't blame him. Cardinals are going to be terrible. Yeah, don't blame him. D-Hop's back. D-Hop's been great for fantasy, though. Yeah, D-Hop that's is all that amazing, but Kyler Murray's not going to be watching any film anytime soon. And uh, for a first time in a while, the Packers aren't running the NFC North. No. It's the Vikings. And they just loaded up with TJ Hawkinson. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I guess the Lions just decided, hey, if we can't beat the Packers, we'll just send the guys to go It's literally just insider trading. I actually think it's really interesting for the NFC East. Um, We always talk about how it's a quarterback, uh, NFC East, just the NFC in whole. Um, We talk about how it's a quarterback-driven league, but the quarterbacks in the NFC are really not that good. So, like, the Vikings really do have a shot because, like, when you consider, like, Kirk Cousins, oh, he's choking. Well, guys he's going up against Jalen Hurts, unproven, not really much of a thrower. Daniel Jones. Vanilla Vic. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Arguably a better running back than a passer. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, Jimmy, I would say Dak Prescott might be, like, one of the better, like, yeah. passing quarterbacks mm-hmm. in, like, yes. the, the NFC, which is, like, which is Kirk crazy. Cousins, I'm, like, I don't really like when you say like Patrick Mahomes versus Kirk Cousins are a big okay, difference okay, there, whatever. but like but it's like Dak versus Kirk Cousins. Like eh. I'm not that concerned about Kirk Cousins like being able to play in like the playoffs now. Become like I'm concerned about all these quarterbacks in the NFC being able to play in the playoffs. Besides Aaron Rodgers and he's throwing to literally like, like no trash one. Cans, like, yeah, yeah. and he's been bad other times in the playoffs. So like really yeah. like Kirk, I don't think the Kirk Cousins like being a bad quarterback thing is going to be that relevant in this playoffs coming up. Shouldn't be. Yeah, but uh, Packers. Wow, they did so much. They did absolutely nothing during the trade deadline. Help Aaron out, please. He has no one. Trade him to the 49ers. Uh, honestly. Uh, Bears, um, Justin, well, they lost Roquan Smith. Yeah. Well, they didn't lose, and they wanted to get rid of Roquan Smith. Well, yeah, Robertson. but yeah. they don't have them anymore. Uh, they gained Chase Claypool. Cool. I TikTok guess. man. Yeah. Bears are probably just going to be as bad, but they're not as bad as the Lions, who – um. It's weird, though, because they put up a lot of points every game and still they lose. Just, they find ways to lose every single time, and they're just the same yeah. old Lions, yeah. no matter what. They're not going to be good until they pay Calvin Johnson. Unfortunately, Dan <laughs> unfortunately Dan Campbell should be on the hot seat. He doesn't have a bad roster. Yeah, I would give him another year if I was running the organization, but like I could hear an argument for him being fired. Like You have high-drafted players on the defense. Jeff Akuda, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, like... You got those guys. You've got like Amon Rusting Brown, who's been really good on the offense. DeAndre Swift's pretty good. Garrett Goff's been playing fine this year. Yeah, he's like, playing fine. Yeah, they don't have an awful roster. No. And they're playing really bad, and it's like we're, I don't think the expectation is them like, oh, they should be winning the division. It's like no, no. they should be mid. Yeah, Which and they're they, not. They aren't far yeah. from it. They are like the bottom feeders. So it's like that shouldn't be happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, going on to the NFC South, is, is my computer broken? Why are the the Falcons are on top of the NFC South? Yeah, that's really bad. That is. 
it's wild to see that, but the NFC South is also a dumpster fire at the moment. Um, besides the Falcons being four and four, I mean, good for them. But uh, every other team is below five hundred. Yeah, Brady sucks now. Um, Brady's officially washed. I yeah. guess the divorce and everything else just sent him over the like, edge. He looks horrible. He's bad. Um, that's not the goat I remember. No, but you know, I say he should have just retired at his peak, but that's his fault. And then he lost his wife. So okay, cool. Um, Saints. Uh, Andy Dalton. I mean. It's okay. I don't really know what they really, they really need to get an actual quarterback. Yeah. The red rifle. <laughs> uh let's see. Michael Thomas, slant boy, uh once out again for out for the season. Was this four years in a row now? Well, so he was what, offensive player of the year twenty nineteen. Yes. He played uh a decent amount in twenty twenty. Uh he hurt. was then he was hurt a decent amount in 2021 and then he played like three games this year if he can just get back to his old self a little bit and you get like a quarterback in that room chris Olave, michael thomas alvin Kamara, a decent defense like they could be good next year if you just can get a quarterback in there yeah quarterback that's the thing though michael thomas has always been a diva like you know he's gonna pull something stupid if it's not an injury it's gonna be some like ab type thing I mean, I would not compare him to AB. Oh, I'm not comparing to AB. I'm just you just said AB type thing. Well, tight. It's not going to be the exact AB. All right, move on. This is we're 17 minutes into this NFL uh, Panthers. Yeah. Shout out DJ Moore. Am I right? Yeah, that's, that's it. Imagine catching a hail mary to lose the game and whatever pin the kicker. Uh, yeah. and that was a great throw, though. It was, a, it was a dot by Tucker. PJ Walker. PJ Walker. Same thing. Who are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah, PJ Walker throwed a dot. Um, Baker Mayfield just got benched by an XFL player. Um, looking real bright in Carolina. <laughs> real good. Yep. That's it. That's it? NFL's done. All right. After 17 minutes, and Jesus. this pod's going to go way over time, but that's yeah, okay. We like talking about sports. Baseball. So as most people know at this point, the World Series is going on. The Phillies and the Astros have currently played four games. They're playing game five tonight. The series, the World Series might be over the time you're seeing this, so we do apologize, but we will talk about the end of the World Series yes. the next time we record this in a week because it will surely be over there. Currently, since it's at two and two, it's been a really interesting series, but almost like there's been some unwatchable games. So game one, really good game. Cool. Six to five. It was into extra innings. Castellanos makes a great like a sliding catch at the end of the game. game, Entertaining. JT has a solo home run in the tenth inning. That's super entertaining. Um Phillies race a five-o deficit. Like that game was like textbook. Like that's a great I think I texted that. Like that was a great baseball game and it's really good for the sport because like baseball can be boring at times. And we see that in game two. Astros dominate game two, 5-0. Phillies barely hit the ball. Yeah. Game, like, just dominated. There was this Valdez controversy, though, where, like, Valdez was doing very weird things. Um, Valdez was doing very weird things where he was, like, touching his hair and rubbing the inside of his palm with these, like, sticky stuff. So, like, there was some controversy there because everything he was doing was very sus about, like, having some sticky substance on him. He was rubbing his pants yeah. when he was going over to get his hand checked by the umpire. And I was, like, it was all over the place. I was, like, it's weird. Yeah. yeah very so weird. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, almost, I'd be more surprised though, because like they can't take another L like they that. They cannot take another. No. Um, but otherwise, there wasn't much in game two. So one 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 series goes back to Philly. Game three gets delayed a whole day because of the rain. You play game three, absolute domination. Philly seven zero. Um, there was Astros never stood a chance. Tons of home runs. That was a really fun game the for South Philly. Philadelphia Bombers. <laughs> um, and then game four yesterday. Um, it, it's going to be a while ago from when you're hearing this, but. Astros throw the second no hitter in World Series history, I think. And put up 10 runs. Put up 10 runs. 10 runs? No. no six five. Run, five runs. Was it? Yeah. It's just five. Five. What? We yeah, lost not, 5-0. Yeah. We only scored five runs and won that night. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, like, 
game was very boring because the Phillies didn't do anything on offense, and the Astros just hit five runs in one inning, and then it was just game over. Yeah, it's a very boring game. Was insane. Yeah, um, that Heath. I saw a set. He was throwing like at one point in the fourth inning, like seventy-eight percent of his pitches were like fastballs, and twenty-eight percent of them were sorry. He like threw two pitches. Yeah, that's it. All either was a mix of two pitches, but no one could hit him. Yeah, that's like dominance at what you do. Exactly. Like because usually baseball players like throwing a change of a curveball, yeah. sliders, it's breaking just pinpoint ball. accuracy just, with two pitches, just two pitches, just mixing it up, and not even mixing up, throwing a fastball three out of four times. Exactly. Just, it's like just putting it in the exact right spot that yeah. you need. Um. So we got game five tonight. Um. I want to know you guys' predictions because now it's sitting at two two. You got one game in Philly tonight. Eagles Philly seven five. Phillies Phillies one seven five. Okay, um, Justin, please continue. <laughs> so, yeah, you got game five tonight. Um, Phillies are coming off of one of the worst batting performances of the ML- MLB World Series history, and but it's in Philly. Game five. This is a, I feel like this is. I think whoever wins this game will win the series. Yes, and I think the Phillies are going to win this game. And I'm also staying to my prediction from earlier. I was just want to say I have to pick the Astros because I have to stand by my prediction yeah. from earlier. <laughs> I said Astros in six. Mm-hmm. I have to say Phil. Well, I mean, I'm saying the Phillies because I'm a Phillies fan, but also Phillies in six. So for for tonight, like, oh, for tonight, Phillies. Yeah. Phillies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to predict this. Down. I'm not going to predict the score. I'm a little concerned. Verlander's pitching for the Astros. Mm-hmm. It's one of the better pitchers. Noah Syndergaard is pitching I for the... I give Verlander three innings before he starts choking like he did last yeah. game. Yeah, right. Dominguez didn't pitch last night. He's a reliever, so hopefully he's good to go tonight if we need him. Alvarado pitched yesterday, so he's not going to pitch today. So I think it's going to be a bullpen game of Eflin and uh, Dominguez, and hopefully Syndergaard can hold in for five innings or so. Um, but it should be interesting. The World Series has been cool. It's good to see that, like, after the Astros... I was a little bit concerned, honestly. Even though I picked the Phillies, I was a little bit concerned that the Astros could potentially do to the Phillies what they did to the Yankees. And I was yeah. like, if it was a 4-0 series, that would have been disappointing. But yeah. we've at least gotten our money's worth of the World Series so no, far. No, it's been really entertaining. Yeah. yeah. So, um, at least that time. And also, I just want to give a quick shout-out to it's baseball. Like They've done an absolute banging job with the rule changes over the years to make baseball a more entertaining sport yeah. in terms of, like, having no pitchers bat and just have, like, a designated DH. That's it. Like, if exactly. Bryce Harper couldn't play yeah. if he was if there weren't that DH right now. And Bryce Harper has been the best player in the MLB this year. Yeah. Uh, this uh, postseason. Well, so, mm-hmm. like... If you didn't have him playing, the Phillies wouldn't be where they are, and it wouldn't be as entertaining. So that's been a great change. Um, and then also the new format they've been doing. They've been playing these games back-to-back a lot, which has been really good because it's fast, and you're not like – it's really hard when games get drawn out a lot to, like, stay engaged, especially with baseball. But they're back-to-back. Like, we've had three straight baseball games coming in. So I want to give a big shout-out to the NFL, uh, N- M- MLB. NBA, NBAFFC, MLB. And they're also changing the shift next year, which will be good. So. So yeah, that'll be good. Lunch is my favorite sport, the NBA. Yes, the NBA. Uh, so West and East are both of like very like I'd say they have like some very top heavy um, like areas where in the West um, everybody hit the panic button on the Suns immediately because they lost. Well, they're at the top of the West now, and no one's really panicking on that team. And they lost one game to the Blazers, who are also at the top. Exactly, and Blazers look very good. They got a lot of young talent on, the, on that team. Damian Lillard is finally back. It's so good to see him playing basketball. Um, he was actually out yesterday, though, which is really interesting. I don't yeah, know, I, I don't know they, why he was out. I think they always do that now with like, teams with like maintenance, yeah. I guess, where it's like they just don't want people to like do too much, whatever, which is weird. But um, <laughs> Lakers are still dog water. Um, they have the lowest three-point percentage at 26%. Listen, they're only half a game back at the Warriors right now. Which I was just about to get to, <laughs> is that the Golden State Warriors, everybody thought, oh, they're going to be so good, whatever. They are not looking good either. I don't know what's happening there. They can't defend it. They can't stop a nosebleed right now on defense. No. 
no, they really can't. It's ridiculous. They need because a lot of their I think they lost some of their bench players um in this past offseason. Um like, oh, what was his face? It was yeah, he like, lost Gary Payton. He went Gary to, Payton, that's yeah. who it was. That's exactly what I was thinking about. They lost Gary Payton. They lost Otto Porter. Yeah. Um, a lot of their, like, solid players that they could just have on the floor to play good defense. And a lot of the problem is they're trying to rotate in. Um, so I'm taking your bit a little bit. They're trying to rotate right. in Moses Moody and James Wiseman a lot because they're yeah. the young guys and they're trying to get them run. And um, they haven't quite gotten down, like, defensive switches. People think it's all about your physical profile. James Wiseman and Moses Moody both have physical profiles, but you also need to know how to defend as a team, especially with a defender like Jay Green, who knows the position so well. Yeah, he's like um, a coach on the court. Yeah, so like he's playing a lot of like smart, intelligent defense. So like yeah. where you are on the court, where your switches are or happening. He's like directing you. So it's yeah. like, okay, it's maybe not like exactly what you wrote up, but it's like, but he's seeing something they're, that you need to. They're like, not just, they're just not manning up. So yeah. like James Wiseman and Moses Moody are really struggling on the end of the yeah. court, and you need them to develop because those are the guys that take your your team that's been a dynasty right now and. De- project into a different decade of basketball having exactly. Wiseman and Moody carry you guys into the future so they're they're going through some growing pains right now the biggest concern is like you're three and five I'm, I'm not pressed at the words they'll make the playoffs but still but, it's but like are you going to be the fifth sixth seed and lose yeah, home court or are you going to get up to three <laughs> but um yeah they they're not looking too good right now I do think it's the Warriors they can yeah. they can figure it out but it's like they're not going to be that team that we thought they were gonna yeah be. um so in the East, uh, the Milwaukee Giannis Antetokounmpo's <laughs> are still undefeated at this point. Um, Giannis is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I did see that Chris Middleton, I believe, isn't going to be coming back like immediately, but he is no. set to come back this season. Can't hate on him. Um, so the fact that they are still undefeated right now and they're going to be getting Chris Middleton back at some point is going to be very, very scary because it was really that one-two combination that really made them good when they went on their run. That first two um, weeks. Yeah. So <clears throat> that is going to be good for them. Uh, the Cavs have. I mean, been he can take his time though. Because, yeah, exactly. Because like, like, there's no worry. They're four games up on the Sixers, who are the eight seed right now. So like, worst place if they lose four games, they just get to eight, and then they yeah, they back. still go in and they still and absolutely Giannis, dominate. So, it does not matter. Yeah, go through anybody. Uh, Cavs have a great young team. Um, Donovan Mitchell is playing very, very well, exactly up to the standard that we thought he was going to be playing at. The Cavs are fun. That's the they're one. a fun team. They're to so watch. fun to watch. They're in every single game that they play yeah. too. It's like no matter yeah, what, six, like six you, and one. Yeah, Duncan out of the gym. I mean, Donovan Mitchell yesterday flies in for this rebound at the end of that the game. That was wild. It's like it's it's fun because they're just a young, springy, athletic team that can do a lot of different things. Good. So. It's it's good basketball yeah. to watch. It really is. Um, Nets look horrible um as per usual i literally couldn't find them on the standings for a second because they're so far down yeah they are the third worst team in the east um they look yeah they need to burn this organization to the ground at this point even though they want to hire boston's intern coach yes they want to hire him um also another thing going on with the nets Kyrie, uh really not a good person um Decided to post on his Twitter uh, and promoted a book. Yes, Kyrie, you did promote the book. If you post a link to something on Amazon, that is encouraging people to buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the book has a lot of uh, anti-Semitic uh, rhetoric in it. Um, it is incredibly offensive uh, to those of the Jewish faith. And obviously no one in this podcast supports it. No one in the world that has two brain cells that can rub together and form an electron uh, or like, any sort of charge, whatever. Yeah. Uh, have they? No one likes. No one likes what he's doing. And I think uh, what Justin and I were actually talking about before this podcast was that it's almost like Kyrie just doesn't understand like 
at all what the problem well, the, pro- the thing is, is when he was first talking about it and when it got a lot of hate when people were trying to bring it up in the first place like Kyrie Irving mentioned the book but it's unclear if he read the book it's unclear if he read the watched the whole entire documentary that Alex Jones had put out so it's just it's very it's he just kind of started saying that his name like meant Yahweh yeah that's how what it started with and then he just started like going off the rails and like it's unclear if he like did everything and like he really needs to hire someone who's just for PR who like Kyrie Irving puts something on his Twitter and like Kyrie has to run everything by him before he says it to the media. Cause like, I don't, I really don't think Kyrie like means to cause harm to the Jewish people. I think I he think just doesn't just know what he's doing. Yeah. It. Like he just literally does not understand. Cause I think he does have a lot of like love in his heart for the community and like for people in general. Yes. I think it's what he stands for, but like you can't be doing this. And it's really bad. Adam Silver said he's going to go in and meet with Kyrie in the next coming days. That's bad. Yeah. You have the commission to leave him to literally go talk yeah. to you. Like, what is this? Like, first grade? Yeah. It's like, oh, you can't be doing that. It's like, you are a grown-ass adult. Adam Silver might be Jewish, too. I don't know if I'm just putting it out there. But... Um, well, while you look that up, uh, yeah, so they, that those all, all those comments were absolutely terrible. Um, Nets are... Yeah, he was born into a Jewish-American family. So, I don't know if he actually practices that faith. But, but still, it's like, yeah. even growing up around that, like, being able to recognize them and just having mm-hmm. somebody who does champion themselves as, you know, all this. It, it yeah. is... And it's like, obviously, there are some people that's like, okay, well, he was saying a lot about like some other things, but like no one was paying attention. It's like, yeah, no one was, was giving it this type of attention to what he was saying because it's like, it's, I don't know. I think it's just like, it, it's a very, like, it came out of nowhere, essentially. It's like what it really like felt like. No, it wasn't like this documentary was like just put out. Yeah. Um, it was in 2018. Yeah. I know this Jeffrey Dahmer stuff has been like very like new, and a lot yeah. of people are watching that. So it, but it's not something like that. Like, this documentary is old, so you just kind of, like... The problem is, like, I think Kyrie Irving's falling into something that, a lot, like, a lot of Americans, a lot of people are falling into, where they see something, they click it, they, they watch they it for think a couple they minutes, know what it means. And they think they're an expert on it, and they post it and spread it, like, like propaganda. Exactly. And, like, that's kind of what happened here, in my opinion. Like, he didn't take enough time to look at it and, like, understand. He's just, and he said that, I'm just posting stuff for my community to see. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you want your community to see anti-Semitic like rhetoric and stuff like that's not that's not what you should be promoting and i don't like i think he just doesn't know and it's just like even today he made like a statement but he didn't really like formally apologize he just was like i shouldn't have done it yeah and it's like like, that's not an apology you should apologize it's just not like yeah i understand that he didn't mean it in an anti-semitic way but that's how it comes off to people and it's not good exactly it's like whether you intended that or not just Mm -hmm. you need to apologize yeah and it's not like it was like Maybe it's anti-Semitic. Maybe it's not. Like it's pretty. It's well very noted that they're clear. Yeah, I, I, I haven't watched the documentary. I haven't read the book or anything. But um, ever people who have have said that it's very clearly it's like, anti-Semitic, yeah. which is why I wonder if he really even read it. It sounds like he was just like, "My name means Yahweh, and that's cool." Yeah. And then he was like, and then he just kind of like didn't understand like everything else about it. Yeah, yeah. I think he just, I, he might he literally might have just missed the point. Yeah. And then it's just like doesn't really want to even admit the fact that he could be wrong. That or, is like, so even... bad. He missed the point. It's in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it straight up says we will rewrite history. <laughs> yeah. That's the tough. time is now. Well, okay. So move on from all that. Um, the Magic are still terrible, um, but uh, Paolo Banchero is an amazing rookie. He looks really, really good. He looks like he could be like one of the future stars of this league. He's got to shoot the ball better. He's got to shoot the ball better, but he does look he ha- like he has the potential to be very yeah. good. Whatever. Um, and currently, through however many games they played, was it like seven, six? Most teams have played like seven, eight games. Yeah. Six, seven, eight games. Uh, you got two MVPs that are um, 
coming forward. Uh, both Luka Doncic and Giannis are far would, and away. I would argue case. four. Who, okay, who are the other two? Giannis, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, okay. um, Luka. Yeah, okay. But Luka averaging 36-9-9 yeah. is absolutely ridiculous, even though he's horrible from three. Luka's, I, Luka's been, like, I think predicted in the league as, like, a good shooter. He's not that good of a shooter. He's never no. shot that well from three. Um, it's because he makes, at the end of games, he makes this, like, really big rainbow arc shot when he does a step back. Yeah. And he makes them a lot of times in, like, clutch time. But, like, he's not really good at that shot, like, in the regular season. So, like, yes. he's more of a, he's more LeBron, like, than people, like, think. Yeah. But he doesn't get to the rim with four. So he gets to the rim with, like, shimmies. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then Giannis is just, uh, he's the Greek freak. And he's just. We, I think we talked about it on the last time. We might be saying it every single week in sports. Like, Giannis is going down as an all-time. It's ridiculous. Like, yesterday they beat the Pistons by 25 points. Yeah. The day before, they beat them by only two points. They're, they're handling teams and taking care of business. when with, like With one player. Like, legitimately. He is carrying this team. Like, who else is on that team? Yeah, Giannis is averaging 33, He's 13, yeah. and 5 this season. Yeah, 33, 13. With a steal and a 1.7 blocks while being the best defensive player, arguably, in the league. Yeah. Um, I think I would give it to Anthony Davis right now. But just Still. what he can do... To, like, this is a 7-0 basketball team. And you think of teams like the Sixers who started off with, like, all their players being healthy at 4-5 and five, while the Bucks are 7-0. and oh. It just speaks to how good Giannis is and how good that team has run. Yeah, it's it truly – it's, like, amazing basketball to watch. Yeah. Because he is, like, when Shaq said, like, I am still playing in the league and my name is Giannis, like, he is, like, so obviously more dominant than anybody else when it comes to, like – inside the paint yeah it's like there's nothing anybody can do against mm-hmm. and then like he turns around and then it's like no one can get past him yeah it's just like it's astonishing to watch mm-hmm. it really is so might have a front runner race of two europeans for mvp for like yeah. the next however where, many years where the league is going a lot of exactly international players come to make a big difference players, but still we still got uh booker and donovan mitchell yep. holding it down for the u.s so <laughs> yeah we, we will see we will see how this goes. Yep. I love Devin Booker and I hate Donovan Mitchell. So it's, a, it's, it's an interesting <laughs> sentiment. Um, but with that being said, I think I was going to do this week in sports. Um, for the Eagles fans around here, me and Raj particularly, we got a big day today. Uh, obviously, this is Thursday. Uh, big game we got against the, the Texans. We got, we got the Eagles trying to go 8-0 and for the first time in franchise history. And the um, Phillies trying to take game five, which would be a big swing game in that series. I'm um, put them on the verge of winning a World Series for the first time since 2008. Yeah. So it'd be really exciting. Um, but you'll see our reactions to all that kind of stuff next yeah. week. But if you enjoyed what you saw here, please drop a like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you think about the sports games this week. We did go a lot over the time that we said we were going to go over. We were at 35 minutes. Yeah. But you know it's okay. We love talking about sports. So with that being said, we'll see you next time on this week in sports and watch that the podcast. Peace.